Welcome to another episode of the Buy Back Your Life show with your host, Andrew Ferguson here. I don't know why I did that intro that way. It's just a little something different. We are talking about investing with or without a financial advisor today. And just my take, thoughts, experiences as well, because I've done it both ways. And we'll get into it in a second here. But if you guys want to learn how to invest in stock options, okay, the easiest way to do it is to figure out someone who does it originally, like now that does it, and then just copy their strategy, which is why I've made a course and a lot of free YouTube videos on this subject of investing with stock options. It is how I decided to quit my job back in 2021. And obviously this year has been a tough year for the stock market. So I have gone back to work, but I'm still trading stock options from my phone in less than 30 minutes a day to create a secondary income stream for myself and for my family. If you want to learn more, make sure you go check out the free stock options playlist that I have on my YouTube channel at www.youtube.com slash at Andrew.Ferguson. I go over how to pick good companies, how to invest at the right times, what stock options actually are, how they work, how you can use them with your own account on Interactive Brokers, which is the platform that I use to actually create your own stream of income in less than 30 minutes a day. So check that out when you have some time. And let's talk about today's episode topic. Should you invest on your own or should you invest with a financial advisor or financial planner, someone to manage your investments other than yourself? And just as we get into this, I will give you kind of some backstory of how what kind of my journey went. So you have a little bit of perspective on where I'm coming from when I'm talking about this topic. So when I got my first real career back in 2012, I was working engineering. I was didn't know shit. I was just kind of surviving and trying not to make too many mistakes. And because of this, and because I wasn't solving a lot of high level problems at that time, I was not being compensated very well. I didn't know my worth. I probably should have been making about 10 grand more than I was, but I was coming in somewhere around $36,000 $36, a year. Okay. And so back then for me, it was enough money, but it wasn't a ton of money. And I didn't know anywhere else to kind of invest my money. So I just, I just didn't really, I was at the time I had a house that I had just purchased. So I actually didn't have a lot of extra money coming in, but I knew that I wanted to build up a savings account. And once I had that at a certain amount, I was then going to invest my money. And that happened over the span of a couple, couple of years. I built up my savings account and I got to the point where I felt comfortable enough to go and investing some money consistently and kind of automating it. So I didn't have to really worry about it and just kind of continuing to focus on my job. Because at that time, I was still of the opinion that having a job and steady career was like the best way for me to go ahead. I was very interested in engineering. I was learning a lot. I was engaged. And I still had this idea that I wanted to kind of add to my pension when I retired with a secondary stream of income, which is I was going to kind of fund myself through my investments, but I didn't know where to start. Okay. And this is the problem that I think a lot of people have where I didn't know where to start. I wasn't educated enough. And so I literally just saw someone in the industry that I knew growing up that had become like a financial advisor. And I decided to go with them and just invest my money with them for better or for worse. That was what I was doing. So at least I was doing something. But at the same time, I was investing with them. I was giving them X amount of dollars after every paycheck. I think it was like maybe 200 bucks a paycheck. I was, I was thrown into this investment account and then they would turn around and just invest in what they thought was right. And like, they would just, they would tell me what they're investing, but I didn't actually know anything. So like, I didn't fucking know what's going on. So they're just putting it in, in their, the accounts for me. And they were just investing in mutual funds in uh, a mix of stocks. And I was making, I was making like, I don't know crappy five, 6% a year returns, which isn't a lot, especially when you take into account the management fees that these kind of investment professionals charge you. But that's what I was at. And I thought it was, it was good, good to have some money going into that. At least it was being tucked away and had a chance to kind of grow and appreciate over time. 
And if I look back in 30 years, maybe that's the account that I could then retire on with my pension. So that's how I was doing for a, few, a number of years. And then when I went to sell my property that I had purchased in 2013, my, my, my wife and I, Sarah, decided to sell it in 2017. And we ended up making about uh, $90,000 or $80,000 on that property, roughly. And we decided to take a chunk of that and then invest with the same person. And we did that. And we invested in kind of not riskier kind of stock, but a little bit more of a mixed portfolio because I kind of leveled up my education about what finance was, what investing was, what different sectors of the stock market were, different trend of trends. So at that time, we actually invested it into a couple of uh, uh, weed marijuana companies here in Canada that were primed kind of to grow. And this is before marijuana was uh, cannabis was, was least licensed and legal. So this is kind of before the trends. So we're trying to capitalize on that trend. And we, we pretty much did. We we wrote it up. We, I remember we got in at about 15 bucks a share at a couple of companies here in Canada, wrote all the way up to 80 bucks a share, and then came all the way back down to about 55 before we decided to sell and take, take action and sell. And it obviously you can't know where the top of a stock is going to go, but the thing that kind of rubbed me the wrong way and kind of woke me up to what was going on with the financial advisor that I was using at the time was that there was no ever any kind of like any ask or kind of note that, Hey, you want to sell this kind of, this is picked up. This is like quadrupled in, in value. Do you guys want to take some risk off the table and sell? That was something that I had to initiate myself after understanding what the market was doing and kind of just upping my education on how investments work. So that kind of gave me a kind of a warning signal, like, Hey, maybe this person they they know what they're doing. They can do what they want, what I want them to do. And they're trying to build out a portfolio for myself long-term. That's great but they're also maybe not putting in as much effort as I would be on my own if I was doing this myself. So am I okay with that? Or am I going to have to take some kind of change to take control of my own investments myself? That was kind of where I was at with the kind of a crossroad. And I ended up taking it to my, like my bank advisor, who was someone who's kind of just been teaching me about finance at the time. And I was reading books and stuff at the time too. This is back in 2018. And I was like, Hey, so I've got this extra cash in this account. Like, what do you think I should do? And she's like, well, you can invest it where you are. You could kind of make, make, make some changes. And I was like, yeah, what are like GICs? What are GICs? What are some kind of like uh, bonds and stuff? That's the question that I asked. And she kind of looked at me like, you have your own house. Like you have a property, you have a rental. And you're asking me about bonds and GICs. Like this is like not what you want to be doing. Like it was just like, a, I didn't think, I thought you were smarter than this was the kind of the response that she kind of looked at me with. And I was like, okay, this is the signal. Like this is something I need to make more time for to understand because at that point I was diving pretty hard into real estate and I didn't understand kind of investments to the degree that I needed to. Like I was really good in real estate. I understood like the principles, cash flow, uh, NOI, uh, cap rate, all the numbers, metrics, kind of how to find good properties, how to fill them, the tenant process. I was learning those skills. I wasn't learning anything about stock market per se, investing like to the degree that I was real estate. I was still a, kind of a new beginner level kind of guy in that space. So after hearing that from my other advisor, I was like, okay, this is something that I need to take change of. And I decided to double down and kind of really learn about it, which drove me to books, podcasts, a whole spiel. A lot of still working, kind of building up my, my income for my job. And then taking me to the point where I decided to take control of my own investments through the world of stock options. I took a course in 2019, two days eight hours a day, took follow-up courses like three or four times. So I really understand the concepts, how it worked, how the stock market functions, how to invest in it with a kind of strategy that I thought was a winning strategy that I could eventually retire on as well, which I tried to retire on back in 2021. Uh, so it's interesting the progression that I've gone through. And this is, it's definitely changed my focus because when I was back at the beginning, obviously I, I wouldn't have 
invested with a financial advisor. If I didn't think there was value there. Right. So at that time, like 23 year old Andrew's like, yeah, this guy invested for me. This is great. I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to do anything. And I can just hand it off and boom, it's, they take care of it. And, and because of that, you have to pay a fee obviously for them to do that, but then you're, it's taken care of in, in your opinion and you're good. The problem though, and this is why my, my bias leans towards you taking control of your own money yourself. That's let's get that out there right now. Like I want you, or I, my preferred strategy would be for you to kind of take control of your money. And my idea is that nobody cares more about your own success than you do. Okay. And they say that again, nobody cares more about your success than you do. You are number one, you're in control. You can own this shit and you can do this, but nobody's going to take control and take ownership of it more than you. So even though you have a good relationship with this person, they're still being financially compensated for you if you go with an advisor, okay? They're not operating in your best interest overall. They can't, it's impossible. They may say that and they may really try, but at the end of the day, they're still getting paid whether you make money or not. And that's the problem that I have with the traditional financial investors. The other problem that I have is that they try, not all of them, but a lot of them try to use verbiage and words and terms that confuse the average person and confuse them to the point where they don't ask questions because they feel stupid. Because they think that by doing this, they will make the consumer or the customer think that they have a skill that only they know how to do and that the customer can't learn this skill, which is totally false. It's totally false. Okay. Anybody who wants to learn how to invest money and use it in the market or in any investment, you can learn this stuff. You can understand it. Okay. Obviously there's people who are going to pick it up quicker than others, but if you double down and really commit to it, you can learn this stuff. It's not that complicated. It's not as complicated as they make it seem to be. So there's my two kind of big issues with investing with a traditional financial advisor and why I don't do it anymore. Because number one, I care more about my success than they do. And number two, I can learn this stuff. And, and, and a lot of people that I've talked to, Straight up, a lot of advisors that I've talked to are dumb, okay? They're dumb and I might catch some flack for saying this and that's fine, but I believe that they are just given kind of spoon-fed information from whatever products that will make them commissions. Maybe not the most commissions because some people have a little bit of integrity and they're not gonna just go for the dollar, but they're just kind of gonna give you as a consumer what they think you should invest in, but that's also gonna make them a little bit of money in commission time. And that relationship to me does not work. Okay. I understand that if they're providing a service, they should be compensated for that for sure. But if your portfolio goes down 20% and they still make their 3% management fee, that's a problem to me. That's a red flag. I believe their performance should be tied to your portfolio. And if you make money, they make money. If you lose money, they don't get paid. That's why I think it should work. Or they, they have to kind of cover up the cut. That's how I think ideally in a perfect world, they would work, but it doesn't. So those are my two kind of big red flags with in, in financial advisors. With that being said, it also comes down to you and your situation. If you don't have time and you can't make time to learn how to invest yourself, you have to be okay with then taking this, I'm going to call it a risk, but taking this risk and giving this money over to somebody else to invest on your behalf. Can they do it? Yes. Are they going to optimize it for your success long-term? No. Could you optimize it better yourself? Yes. In my opinion, yes. But it takes time to do that for yourself. So if you don't have the time, you don't have the resources to build out that time for yourself to learn, then I think it's an option because they can take your money, put it into a low risk fund. You're going to lose out on returns because they're going to take two, 3% forever on your return. So if you make 10%, you're actually making seven, 
or eight, which is a big difference if you go over 30 years. Like if you extrapolate that over 30, we're talking about like hundreds of thousands of dollars in management fees that they're going to take. And also in interest that you're not going to gain because they're taking that little piece every time. So it does matter. But if you can't make time and you can't find time to do this and learn, then it is an option. Okay. But I'm going to tell you right now, the amount of time you have to do this for yourself is not, is not substantial. If you want to just literally just say, Hey, I want a diversified portfolio. I want to hold this for 30 years. And I want to kind of dollar cost average in where you just kind of keep buying a little bit every single month or week, whatever, no matter what the price is, that's so easy to do yourself. You can look at things like an ETF of the S and P 500. You can look at the S and P 500 index fund, which is literally just the 500 biggest companies in the U S all mixed into one kind of fund with different weights. So you're getting a percentage of each company and you're spreading your risk around that way in a fund like that. So that's like literally just buying the market. If you buy the SPY index, you're buying the stock market as a whole. That's what you have to think about that. So if you just did that and you cut down that two, 3% management fee and did it yourself, you'd be saving like tens, hundreds of thousands of dollars in interest and in, in expenses over the lifetime of your investments. Assume we're talking about like a 30 year investment horizon consistently every month. Okay. That's, that's like, and literally you could do this. You could set this up for yourself, just for your, your knowledge base. Like if you wanted to open an account, when I go through it, I went through it with, with a couple of family members and like, just opening up an account with interactive brokers, the platform that I know really well, show you how to do it. You go through it. It takes like a day to set up, take a day to fund it. And when I say day, like it's probably like three hours, three hours, you'll have it open, you'll have it funded. And then the only thing you have to do on top of that is just set up an automatic transfer into it, which could take about an hour and then just take automatic payments or just go in once, once every month and just make it, make it, make a transaction. It could probably, once you get it set up eight hours, once you kind of have it set up and you're managing it, maybe an hour a month tops. So if you don't think you have time to understand this stuff, I think you do. I think you just have to understand that put in those kind of eight hours up front and then go from there. If, if you want to take care of it and do it yourself and do it very low risk and just kind of make it the easy way to get rich. Like I talked about on a previous episode, a couple episodes back, I talked about the stupid, like easy way to get rich is to just kind of average into the SP 500 average into a low risk diversified fund for 30 years. And you'll be rich in, in 30 years. So that is, it is a mathematical kind of certainty as long as you leave your money in there and you don't get kind of spooked out when the market does pull back and don't kind of sell everything when the market jumps up. Okay. So should you do this? Should you invest with an advisor or invest by yourself? It really depends on your time, time available on if you want to learn this stuff, or if you, if you feel comfortable just saying, Hey, you can take 2% of my fees. That's fine. And then you're agreeing to the fact that if the market goes up and they make money, that's good. They're going to make their money anyway. If the market goes down and you lose money, they're going to still get paid. You have to be okay with that. And you have to be okay with them making decisions on your behalf, on what products you want to enter into. And like, they do a good job. Most of them kind of going through your risk profile as well. And risk profile just talks about as you kind of age up and get older, like you should be taking less risk with your money when you get to age 60 versus age 20, right? Like in age 20, you have 40 years, potentially 45 years to make more money in your career. So it's not as important then to be kind of risk adverse. That's a general trend. So they'll kind of talk to you at the beginning before you actually invest money with any financial advisor, they should, and kind of get your risk parameters. What do you want to do? You want to go high risk, low risk, medium mix, and based on your age and your kind of your other investments and your other financial kind of picture, they should kind of build a plan for you based on those risk factors. Um, but 
they don't have all the information that you have in your own mind. They don't understand. You can tell them what you want to get out of this, but those goals in your mind can change too. Like if you want to kind of something to retire on, but then you need cash and access to cash quickly. Sometimes it makes more sense to kind of do it yourself and have the hands on your own wheel versus giving it to like an autopilot to drive for you. You know what I mean? So there's pros and cons. It's, it's definitely one of those things that it does not fit one kind of system for everybody. There's no one size fits all. There's things to consider. There's variables to kind of take into account. But again, just to summarize, like if you want total control that you're going to know that what's happening, you understand that it's on you and you're accountable for it. And you can make a not better return necessarily, but you're going to pay less fees when you do it yourself. You're going to have more control and you're going to have your hands on your own wheel and to control your own destiny. Whether if, if it's it's yourself or you're just kind of automating it for yourself, that's the kind of pros of doing it that way. Again, you have to put up some time. You have to put up some capital. You have to understand you're probably going to lose a little bit of money the first time when you make a mistake. That's just the part of the growing pains. But if you do that yourself, you can free yourself from needing someone else to do it for you. You can free yourself from the management fees that actually add up over time. And you can kind of level up and be more accountable for your own actual financial future versus just giving it to somebody else and letting them kind of drive for you. So that's how I feel. If you guys feel the same, thank you. If you don't, let me know why. I would love to know why you think it's better to have a financial advisor for yourself. And just, if you want to send me an email, you can do that at andrew at tradingoptionsdaily.com. Ask me, tell me why. Tell me why you guys think it's better to kind of have someone else do it for you. Maybe it's your situation. Maybe it's a time thing. Maybe it's just, you don't think you can understand this stuff and learn this stuff, which I guarantee you that you're wrong. You can understand this stuff. It's not a foreign language. It's very easy once you understand how the system works and just a little bit of time upfront that you have to commit to it. So that's it in a nutshell. That's investing with a advisor versus yourself. Uh, I hope you guys got a lot of value of this episode and kind of just, again, don't lean too far into my unbiased or my biased take, but I do have experience with both and I will forever kind of advocate that people need to take more accountability for their own finances, take control of your own shit and you'll get more out of it because you understand it and you're working for yourself and you understand that it's for you and your family uh, future. So put in the work, it's worth it long-term. Uh, I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Keep investing in yourselves.